think we can we can begin. Yes, we can begin. Uh, just make sure it goes to to your computer storage. Okay. All right. I bless the Lord. I thank you for 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 you being here. Uh, having an amazing time, just getting to to understand what God wants to do, and 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 even the things that He He wants to do, and and the reason why we we I have been teaching. Part of the reason as to why I've been teaching on 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 this, let's call it series, the revival of series, is is so that we can we can be we can be we can know how to pray and what to pray for, so as to enable or or inject catalysts of all right. Okay, it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Uh, so that we can know how to 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 pray, and we can we can we can and as we are praying, uh, that we become catalysts of of the revival. Not just to pray for revival wholesomely, but to know what facets of this revival. Uh, are needed to be activated or installed. Let me use that. What facets of revival are needed to be activated, installed, so that so that the, the general revival can take place. So we 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 are not just ahead of the curve for no reason. We are ahead of the curve so that we can become responsible to commit ourselves in prayer and not just commit ourselves in prayer, but know exactly what to pray for and what to, 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 to allow, what to allow uh, for the heavens to do and intervene in the realm that we occupy. Uh, and that is why that is one of the reasons as to why we 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 we've been teaching of we've been taught uh, about 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 the things that God wants to revive. Uh, I'd ask you when you have time to go back and listen through and listen through because I believe as you listen through over and over, the Spirit of God will open up your heart. Uh, into certain dimensions that that have not necessarily I have not necessarily spoken about because there is the ability to do that because the word is living alive and active and uh, and and as you do that it will help you pray another reason as to why God has enabled us to learn about these things is so that we can build desire so that we can build desire sometimes. Uh, we do not know how to pray or, or the burden of prayer becomes so heavy, uh, rather becomes heavy on us 
become so heavy on us that we cannot articulate what it is that our spirits uh, are, are feeling and going through and whatnot. And 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 that, and that this time it is it is it is those times where we need to. To, to build desire, to build desire of, of these things, build desire to, 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 to give, build desire to, to, to know his presence, build desire to, to have encounters as we will be speaking of today, build desire, desire that, 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 is, that is divine, that is divine. And as we continue to build desire, God begins to reach out to the parts of us that desire him and desire the things that he wants to do. God begins to reach out to the parts of us that desire him and desire uh, uh, the things that he wants to do. And through desire, when two people build desire, four people build desire, it becomes a contagious issue and we affect the atmosphere with that kind of desire. And soon enough, we begin to hear of people crying out for the things that God has allowed us to see and pray for at the beginning, at the forefront of the line. Uh, and, 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 and now that transitions from a place of just desire to a place of manifestation where we begin to live out in the desires that we've had. We begin to live through, we begin to see the desires that we've had manifested, manifested, manifested. Mm -hmm. Give me a minute, give me a minute. Yes. So, so we build, we build desire, and 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 after we build desire, God uh, graduates us to 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 now spaces. He he it 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 graduates from a place of just desire and prayer to a place of manifestation. And and that's one amazing thing that we 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 are going to see and experience uh, as we as we walk this journey, this journey of 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 revival and and the move of God that's about to take center stage in the world. Uh, uh, it will be it will be such a joy, it will be such a joy when we are. At the thick of things, and and you begin to see um, such certain prayers that you made, certain prayers that you did not know what what they mean or the, the gravity and the weight of them. Uh, it would be such a joy to see those prayers being answered at that time. And I'm telling you for a fact that time won't be long. That time is at hand. That time is with us. Amen. Amen.
tonight we'll be talking about the revival of encounters. The revival of encounters. The revival of encounters. And it is my prayer that as I speak to you, you begin to desire encounters. You begin to desire encounters. Not so that you can be one who cries out for an encounter each and every time, but so that there can be an infiltration of the presence of heaven in the realm that we occupy. Okay, not so that you can become addicted and hungry of encounters that 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 you leave off the experience of encounters in the sense that uh, uh, you begin to chase after encounters to chase after what do I mean to chase after is today you get an encounter. And every other time when you get into the place of prayer or when you get to the place of worship, your mind uh, uh, deceives you to want every moment to be like that moment of the encounter. The reason as to why we need to desire encounters is not that we can, you, you understand that encounter means, means, it's an epiphany of sorts. It's an epiphany of sorts where you, 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 you experience something that is out of the ordinary. You experience something that is out of the ordinary, but what should not happen is that your life should not turn out to be a life that is chasing after encounters. That every moment you enter into the presence of God, you chase after an encounter, and it's not chasing after an encounter that, that is the presence of God. It, it is chasing after the experience that you had before. You understand what I'm saying? That that it should not be like that. It, it, it should not be like that. That after, after you've got an encounter, after you've entered into an encounter. Wow, Geoffrey is with us finally. Hi, Geoffrey. Karibu, yo audio mekusumbua. But karibu san. What was I saying? What was I saying? We 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 are we are desiring encounters. We are desiring encounters, not so that we can we can live a life of chasing encounters and not really chasing encounters, but chasing the experience and the feel that comes with it. Because every encounter with God, not sorry. Most encounters that we've had spoken about have had a physical 
connotation to it. They have had a physical kind of feeling to it. And what happens is that every other time when you experience this, this good feeling, when you experience the good feeling that comes with an encounter, you are deceived in the mind to continuously chase after the encounter. But that is not the reason why we ought to desire encounters. We ought to desire encounters so that there can be there can be a, a great infiltration of heaven on earth that even if the encounter is not happening with me, someone else is experiencing God. Another reason why we ought to desire encounters is not so that we can live off encounters as I have said it, but that that moment, that moment, that experience that you encounter God, that, that, that at that moment when you encounter God, you come out of the encounter with something tangible that can last you decades and decades and decades and decades, and not only last you decades and decades, but the impact of that encounter lasts for generations over to generations and over to generations. I believe God for a revival that will not come to an end. A revival that will be once and for all. What do I mean? I believe God for a revival, for a move of God that, that, that the next generation after us, the next generation after us will never be on their knees asking God for a move of God again because it will be continuous. It will be sustained. That, and that is why we've been given the wisdom of God to teach through this revival so that it will not just be an experience experience, but it will be inculcated in you. What is to inculcate? To inculcate is to teach into, it is taught into you that, the, that, that you just don't experience it, but the, everything that you become, everything that you become, your entire being lives out of the providence of the move of God. Amen. Amen. And such is an encounter. When you read, when you read the Bible, when you read the Bible, you find out that that most people, most people in the scriptures did not have the privilege of encountering God more than twice. They had an introduction to God that was extraordinary that took them through that took them through their life and in the case when there was another encounter it was not one to sustain the previous oil as if to say the oil had depleted no it was one that took them to a new dimension of their experiences with god When Moses encounters the burning bush, he does not need another burning bush after three months. He does not need a, he, he does not need another 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 encounter to sustain him. But every time he moves into a dimension where he encounters God on different levels, on different dimensions, and, the, and, and now it ceases to be 
an encounter, it becomes a lifestyle of him. All right? If you understand what I'm saying, say amen. Our generation has very few people who've had solid encounters. The reason our priorities when it comes to our relationship with God are misplaced is because of the lack. It is because of the lack of encounters and solid encounters with God. The encounters that we come to have are mild in nature that do not convict us to the core. They do not convict us to the core to have a complete turnaround. So we do not even know what we believe in because we are not fully convicted of the word. We are not fully convicted of the faith that we profess. Why? Because we are, we have not had encounters that changed us. We've not had encounters that change us and we've not had the graduation, the gradual step of encounters as we grow through our Christian faith. We ought to get to a time when we gather, we are encountered by God to the extent that nobody can speak. Nobody can open their mouth and speak. All we can do is gaze at the presence of God. Gaze at the presence of God where we are dumbfolded. And after that, it takes us three weeks to open up our mouths because we are continuously encountering God. We are continuously living in the presentness of that moment because we talk too much we enter into a space and encounter the presence of God and as and and before we even know it, before we even know it, we've been there for three weeks. We've been seated in a room for three weeks, for three days, for 77 hours, and we have, been, we have lost control of everything. And after we leave that, nothing that encounters us can, can remain the same. Those are the levels of the encounters that we are ought that, that that we are about to see happen in our day and time. Where you enter into a lecture hall, you enter into, into a class, and the 
and, 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 and your eyes are open, you are lifted off your physical nature and you are thrown into a space in the spirit. You are thrown into a realm in the spirit and, be, and, 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 and you are completely lost. You are seated in the lecture hall, but you're completely lost. You are seated among the heavens, among the elders, among the cloud of witnesses. And whatever happens there, you enter there for a minute, for a minute. But as you come down, you realize that it has been a whole all day people left the class the class ended another class came into the lecture hall and 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 everything has been turned upside down because you've entered into an encounter and after that your life is transformed forever your life is transformed forever it never remains the same Praise the name of the living God. I've been looking at the lives of some people that have been privileged to lead. And my heart has been crying out to them. You might be one of them. And I've been, I've been seeing how I look at their lives, I look I wholesomely, I look at, at what we post, and I see certain things that, that are not wrong to post, but, but they fall below the standard of a person like you. Do you understand what I'm saying? It's not wrong, it's not a sin to post it, but, but then again, there's, there's a standard, there's a level, there's, 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 there's a level that, that does not allow you, that does not allow you. And, and, and in retrospect, I look at everything that is happening. I look at, at your devotion, I look at our devotion, uh, our devotion to, 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 to the things of the kingdom, to the things of, 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 of ministry. And, and I end up crying out to God for an encounter, an encounter that slaps you different. It slaps you different. It comes and it hits you in another way that, that, that nothing remains the same. Nothing remains the same. Nothing remains the same. Nothing remains the same. The different type of encounters <clears throat> that I will mention that I will mention and why it is important that they be revived. Amen. Amen. Are we together? Are we together? A bit too silent today. Are we together?
we're together kwa ishara ya mkono kama unaweza nipungia mkono Amen. Amen. Bless the name of the Lord. <clears throat> this is the encounter of angels. The encounter of angels. I will not dwell much on 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 the first on the on that but there is the encounter of angels the encounter of angels when you read scripture and and every time you see and the angel of the lord appeared to him and the angel of the lord appeared to him and the angel of the lord appeared to him most especially in the old testament uh that is not an encounter of an angel that's done and that's that's an encounter with the lord that's an encounter with the lord that's an encounter with the lord but there is the encounter of angels an encounter angels it is my prayer that you be able to see the angelic is is quite a phenomenon it is phenomenal it is it is outstanding it is outstanding it is outstanding it is outstanding and even right now as we are speaking we are invoking we are invoking we are invoking these encounters we're invoking these encounters we're invoking these encounters we're invoking these encounters for us for us angels are very instrumental in our lives they are subjects to us they have been given to our disposal to make sure that our assignments are carried out properly and uh, and when you learn to 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 when you learn to work with the angels or when you learn to conduct uh, uh, to to have them work for you to have them do your bidding it becomes very easy to 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 live out the life of faith uh uh they are not meant to excite you they are not meant for you to turn them into worship they are meant to serve to you they are meant to deliver service to you they are meant to be sent to you some men are angels some men are angels because literally the word angels means messenger so some men are, are angels and and when 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 this this dimension opens up to you you will not look, be looking for beings with wings you'll not be looking for beings with wings that protrude out of their backs 
with a halo on their head, long flowing hair, and 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 have a white robe, and they are barefooted. Okay, okay, okay. You will understand that certain people that have been sent into your life are angels, and uh, and 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 when you encounter them. They represent an angelic atmosphere and an angelic realm where they make things easy for you. In fact, the whole phrase destiny helpers is, 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 is a ministry of the angels. I want you to get that. Destiny helpers are, are a facet of the angelic ministry. Angels respond to what we call honor. Angels respond to what we call honor. When you learn to honor, then angels become very responsive to you. If you want to fully encounter the angelic, the angelic realm and the angelic ministry, you have to be a man and a woman of honor. And when you honor what they are meant to do, when you honor that when you learn to trade with honor, you will find that most of the time that the angels, the angels will make themselves manifest to you. That for your sake, they will decide to clothe themselves with, 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 with a physical nature so as to appear to you. So we will not only have the dimension of the angelic that is men, but we are, and, and, and not just experience uh, the dimension of the angelic in the spiritual realm where you see the angels in the spiritual realm, but we are entering into a time where the, the angelic encounters will become very, very physical, very, very physical. And, and, and it, will be, it will be hard to differentiate when you are walking in the spirit realm and in the physical realm because there will be such a mix. But what we have to do as a people, we have to learn to trade in honor, to trade with honor. Are you listening? Are you hearing me? It, it becomes a reality. It becomes a reality that when you 
begin to pray and give angels chores and they are done, you know, you know exactly what it is you're doing. The angelic realm is also there. Thank you, Spirit of God. The angelic realm is also there and, and exposes itself to us. So we are exposed to, to the angelic realm and the angelic dimension so that our faith can be built. Right now, as we speak, there's a presence. The presence has shifted. The presence has shifted. The presence has shifted. I don't know how many of you, how many of you can see, feel, hear. The angelic ministry is very instrumental and partners a lot with certain ministry, the ministry of helps and the ministry of music. The ministry of help and the ministry of music. I want you to understand that Lucifer was an archangel. Lucifer was an archangel. His work was, he was, there were three archangels, Michael, who is who is basically a helper? He's a fighter. He's he's a general. He he he's an angel of war. Then there's Gabriel, who's a messenger, sent. And then there's Lucifer, who was the 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 the, the chief orchestra of music. When you look at these three archangels, what they do most is help and music. For every musician here, and I'm speaking to all of us, it is important that you work hand in hand with the angelic ministry if we are to invoke certain aspects of the presence of God. Or rather, let me just say, if we are to invoke the presence of God in our worship services or our worship sets in our music we have to learn we have to 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 desire the encounter of angels in our lives i've heard of people who say they, they were taught how to sing and play instruments with angels The encounter of angels. All the encounters I'm going to mention are not all. They are not all the encounters, but but this is just what I'm teaching by 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 revelation. I'm not an expert on encounters. I'm not an expert on the angelic. This is just simple revelation. Let me not say simple. This is just the revelation that the Spirit of God has enabled me to have at this particular time.
All right. Secondly, we have the encounter of men. The encounter of men. Yes, the encounter of men. Men. And 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 God is reviving this. In the first aspect is that he is reviving us as men who are worthy of giving encounters. Hallelujah. Woo! I think it's much alone who got it. Let me say it again. He is reviving us as men who are worthy of giving encounters. When the Bible talks of us as ambassadors, it talks of us as representatives and not representatives in the sense that we can be replaced, but representatives who give the actual effect of meeting the, 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 the who give the, the clear representation of meeting the actual thing. In the sense that when you meet me, there is no need to meet Jesus Christ. That when you encounter me in person, it is Christ living through me. It is the word living through me. And you need no other point of reference. So God is reviving us and giving us the integrity, the character that is worthy, the character and the presence that is worthy of giving an encounter. There are men you meet and you cannot stand on your feet. Their aura is overwhelming. It is overwhelming. You meet them, you can't look them in the eye. Not because you are shy or you are hiding anything. No, it is because they are men that give encounters. It is an equivalent of being starstruck. If, 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 if it can help, if it, I'm trying to explain this to you. You meet a person and you are downfolded, like you cannot speak, you cannot, like you cannot think, your, your, your words are, are clanging inside your head, like there's a confusion. It's like you've been wrecked, like there's a, there's a wrecking ball that has hit you. Why? Because you've met a man. That is an encounter with a man. And for a matter of fact, then the man does not need to be a man of God or a saved person. But, but there are men who, who, who meeting them is, is encounter. It's an encounter. But God is reviving men and women of his, 
men and women of God, that when they meet with you, when you encounter them, when you meet with them, your life is transformed because of what they carry, because of the jewel that they carry. One of the things that you have to do to become a man and a woman who are worthy of an encounter is to jealously guard the treasure that has been given to you. For you, secondly, for you to be a man and a woman of encounter, that, that gives encounter, you must be a man or a woman that is constantly encountering. Let me say that again. For you to be a man and a woman who give encounter, whose aura affects environments, affects men, affects plants, affects animals, you have to be a man and a woman who constantly are at the place of encounter. Jesus, 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 Jesus. Are, we, are, are you with me? 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 Can you just lift up your hand and say, God, make me a man and a woman worthy of giving an encounter? Yes, amen. Oh, Father, make me, make me a man of encounters, of giving encounters. Amen. Make me a man, a woman worthy of giving encounters. Mm. Amen. And you think what I'm talking about is, 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 is just, no, 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 it's not just spiritual. It's not just spiritual that you enter into a space and people begin to fall, to fall down. No, 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 no. You can leave that for, you can leave that for us, men of God. <laughs> I'm talking about you entering into business meetings and because you are man and a woman of encounter, you enter into a space and people heading 500 fortune companies who had decided not to do certain business deals. The moment you step in like this, they are convicted, not even convinced. They are convicted that they need to do that business deal because they encountered you. You enter into a government office and a person running that office from that moment, because they have encountered you, they change the entire policy of a whole ministry because they have met a man and a woman of encounter, a man worthy giving an encounter. And later on, as they're they are being, they being interviewed years later, as they're being interviewed uh, about their career, they stand and say, you know, there was this day I met with a certain person and I didn't know what took over me. 
I didn't know what, I did not know what took over me. And it is from that day that we decided to change A, P, C, D, E, like that, A, like they mentioned, that from the moment they met you, it was it was a ball rolling, like, like things had to change. And, and constantly they had the energy, the motivation to change certain things. The moment they shook your hand, they were convicted in themselves that they needed not to be a corrupt person. And from that moment, they begin to live off your encounter, encountering you. It cannot be like that if you do not live from the place of encounter. You cannot be that person. You will always be that man who is encountered by other men, who encounters other men. If you never live from the place of encounter. And God is reviving that. There will be men, men and women who are worthy of giving an encounter. And that is you and I. And that is you and I. It is you and I who will change certain narratives that are being normalized, if I can use that word. It is you and I who change certain narratives that are being normalized in our day and age. That, that you and your boyfriend, you and your husband will have such an aura that when people come across you and they have been cheated on a hundred times from that moment, they begin to know, they begin to understand that marriage works, that love works, and they throw themselves back into the dating pool. Why? Because they encountered a relationship. They encountered a relationship that was so smeared by the presence of God, that was so covered by the presence of God, that it changed their mentality and their mindset. Are we together? The other day we met some people and uh, we told them of how we're going to church. And then we gave them a certain story of how we were, we were arrested and whatnot. And uh, and those guys asked us, police kitu? And then I told them, si tumetoka tu kuambia sahi tunenda church. It has become very useless to tell a person you are going to, it, it's become a, a it, it's a social endeavor to belong to a church now that when you tell someone you're going to church, 
and then you give them a story of how you are arrested, they automatically think that you should have bribed the policeman. But these encounters of men, what God is reviving, will bring back honor to the church. It will bring back integrity to the church. That when you say, that when you say you go to church, it is not a social gathering like going to a bar. It is not a social gathering like going to a party. It is not. It is, it is something that transforms because why every time these people encounter you, they encounter trans and it is not because you yap. You tell them, oh, oh, you know, we chat. No, 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 no. You enter into their presence like this and your presence transforms everything. They know, they know for a fact. The encounter of men. Let's read certain scriptures and then we'll go to the next encounters that I want to, 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 to really stress on. Let's open Exodus 3. Before this week is over, may you have an encounter. Before this, is, this week is over, may you have an encounter. May you have a revelation that transforms your life in Jesus' name. May it be continuous. May it be continuous. May it be continuous. May it be continuous. This encounter is very interesting. Exodus chapter 3. Now Moses was tending the flock of Jethro, his father-in-law, the priest of Midian. And he led the flock to the back of the desert and came to Horeb, the mountain of God. And the angel of the Lord appeared to him in a flame of fire. And the angel of the Lord appeared to him in a flame of fire. One of the things that, that, uh, that messes us up, especially when it comes to the angelic, is the pictures we have seen that depict angels. All right? And we never go back to the scriptures to to get a scriptural definition of how angels look like. So that our, our mindset can be structured according to scripture so that we do not miss out or we don't go seeking out for something that does not exist. And I want you to take, to pay keen attention to words. Oh, yeah. when you 
Exodus chapter 3. I want you to pay keen attention to words when you read scripture. Don't just read it. Pay keen attention because every word is means something. And I want you to have a descriptive mindset when you read scripture. Okay? Listen to this. Something that you might have missed as we read this. And the angel of the Lord appeared to him. That's how God gives revelation. And the angel of the Lord appeared to him. So the angel of the Lord appeared to Moses. The angel was not in a robe. The angel was not have, did not have a pair of wings. The angel did not have a hail on the head. The angel appeared to him in a flame of fire. The angel appeared to him like fire. The description of the encounter of Moses or the angel that appeared to Moses. And they said, um, when you read the scripture and you see the angel of the Lord, that is the Lord. The, the encounter that Moses had was that of fire. And this was, the, he did not miss it. He did not miss it because he saw fire. And when he looked keenly, he says, when he looked keenly in the midst of a bush. So he looked and behold, the, the bush was burning with fire, but the bush was not consumed. Descriptive again, there was no smoke because smoke, signifies something that is being burned and consumed. So there was a fire that was raging. There was a fire that was raging. And this fire was the angel of the Lord. So the description of the angel at this point is fire. When you open your eyes to the encounters of God, it needs to be defined by scripture. When Abraham, when, when the angels who destroy Sodom and Gomorrah come to Abraham, they come to him like mad. But he recognizes them. And he goes to them and says, my Lord, what have I done so that I deserve an encounter with you? Then Moses said, I will now turn aside and see this great sight. I will turn and see this great sight. Every encounter of the Lord is a great sight. Every encounter of the Lord must be captivating to take every ounce of attention that you have. The encounters that God wants to revive. Can someone please reach Casey for me? And ask them if they can be here. Every encounter. Every encounter of the Lord must be great to behold, that it takes every attention, everything, every attention of yours 
It is captivated by the encounter. So when the Lord saw that he turned aside to look, God called to him from the midst of the bush and said, Moses, Moses, and he said, here I am. When I taught about language, did, was, was that on Zoom or was that on, it was on Zoom. When I talked about lang language, it was on Zoom. Okay, okay, okay. Wow. Hey, we've been here for a while. When I talked about language, I told you that the, the language of the Bible has been downgraded to, to help us comprehend. It has been the, the, the language of spiritual experiences that is, that is recorded in, in, in the Bible, that is recorded in the Bible, has been downgraded for us to understand, for our understanding to catch up with. Okay? So, when the Lord saw that he turned aside to do, God called him from the midst of the bush and said, Moses, Moses, and he said, here I am. What I want to bring to your attention is that when you have an encounter, do not wait for a voice. The voice might come, but do not wait for a voice. Because the language of heaven can be spoken in silence. Do not miss out on God speaking because you've been waiting for a voice because Moses was told, Moses, Moses. And then he said, here I am. This has been downgraded for your comprehension. It has been downgraded for your comprehension. When you come to the presence of God, when you encounter the presence of God, he does not need to speak for you to understand. Everything in you understands what he is saying. His eyes speak. His clothes speak. His adornment speaks to you. So do not miss out because of the physical interpretations that are written in scripture. Scripture is spiritual. It is spiritually discerned. If you do not spiritually discern scripture, then you miss out on revelation. If you read scripture with the mind, then the only understanding you will get is a downgraded understanding. When you read scripture from the spirit, when you read your Bible from the spirit, then you get the revelation that is needed. This is a downgraded version for, 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 for English men and, and, and Kikuyu men and, 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 and Luo men to understand. But the men of the spirit are spoken to in a spiritual language and the spiritual language is far above. It is far above. It is comprehended by the discernment of spirit.
So as God is reviving encounters, he is teaching us on how to know when we are in the midst of an encounter and not wait for a representation that is physically connoted so that we can know we are in the, that's why we miss it. That's why we miss it. But thank God for his goodness and his mercy because he's educating us. He's educating us from the spirit outside, outward, so that our beings know and understand what it is that we ought to do, what positions that we are placed in. I told you when, when we're talking about the revival of his presence, it is not his presence that was being revived, it is us knowing his presence that was being revived. Same thing here. La mm. Then he said, do not draw near this place. And don't get me wrong, God, 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 God speaks in an audible voice. God speaks in an audible voice. Don't get me wrong. Don't get me wrong. That's not what I'm saying. But I'm telling you, it is discernment. It is discernment. I had a story of two men of God. One was praying. And then another one came in and found the other praying. And he decided to, 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 to do a number on him. And he started speaking in the audible voice of the Lord. And the one that was praying, Manze, was terrified. Imagine. 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 When you hear the voice of God audibly, do not be afraid to open your eyes. If it's God, he will be there. So that you don't fall prey to, 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 to people who will make fun of you for the rest of your lives. And he said, do not draw near this place. Take your sandals off your feet for the place where you stand is holy ground. And this is to us that we must be constantly, constantly at the place of holy ground. I am the God of your father, the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, and the God of Jacob. And Moses hid his face, for he was afraid to look upon him. And the Lord said, I have surely seen the oppression of my people who are in Egypt, and I've heard their cry because of their taskmasters, for I know their sorrows. That's just one encounter that I wanted to read through. Let's go to Genesis 28. Genesis 28. 
Mm -hmm. I'll read from verse 10. Now Jacob went out from Beersheba and went toward Haran. So he came to a certain place and stayed there all night because the sun had set. And he took one of the stones of that place and put it as... At, put it at his head and he lay down in that place to sleep. Then he dreamt and behold a ladder was set up on earth and its top reached to the heaven and there were angels of God ascending and descending on it and behold the Lord stood above it and said I am the Lord God of Abraham your father and God of Isaac hmm. thank you Jesus the God of Isaac, the land on which you lie, I will give to you and your descendants. Also, your descendants shall be as the dust of the earth. You shall spread abroad, and it continues and continues. This is just an addition. The place of an encounter is a place of covenant. It's a place of covenant. It's a place where God begins to make covenants with his people. Jacob has an encounter and in his encounter, it is that of a portal that opens, an invasion that opens, an invasion that opens. And at that particular time after this encounter, it is the first time where we see the expression, the house of God. Because surely this is the house of God. And Jacob goes, comes back. And as he comes back, we go to 32 of Genesis. So Jacob went on his way and the angels of God met him. When Jacob saw them, he said, this is God's come, and he called the name of that place Mahanaim. Then Jacob sent messengers before him to Esau, his brother, in the land of Seir, the country of Edom, and he commanded them, saying, Speak thus to my Lord Esau. Thus your servant Jacob says, I have dwelt with Laban and stayed there until now. Mm -hmm. And it goes on and goes on. Uh -huh. Verse 24, then Jacob was left alone and a man wrestled with him until the breaking of day. Now when he saw that he did not prevail against him, he touched the socket of his hip and the socket of Jacob's hip was out of joint as he wrestled with him. And he said, let me go for the day breaks. But he said, I will not let you go unless you bless me. And, Jack, and so he said to him, what is your name? He said, he said Jacob, and he said, your name shall no longer be called Jacob, but Israel, for you have struggled with God 
and with men and have prevailed. I struggled with men and God and have prevailed. Then Jacob asked, saying, Tell me your name, I pray. And he said, Why is it that you ask about my name? He blessed him there. So Jacob called the name of the place Peniel, for I have seen God face to face, and my life has been preserved. Places of encounter are places to, to then, then, they're not places of false humility. They're not places of false humility that, that when the presence of God so comes, we are so humbled, we are crying, we do not have the sense of our... No, there are places to demand. This is a place where you encounter God and when you encounter God, it gives you confidence to ask for that which is needed for the journey. For that which is needed for the journey. So you do not enter to a place of encounter to cry. You do not enter to a place of encounter to cry. You do not encounter God to tell stories after. No, there must be an impact, an impact, an impact. Thank you, Lord, for revelation. Thank you, Lord, for revelation. Like the impact that Jacob had had to be seen. It was a spiritual battle. It was a spiritual encounter that had a physical connotation to it, that had a physical outward approach to it, that even his body had the, it had the, 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 is ramifications the right word? It had the ramifications of what had happened, like his, his body had encountered God. There was a consequence of the encounter. There was a consequence of the encounter. The next encounter that we will talk about is the encounter of salvation. The encounter of salvation. The encounter of the cross. Woo! Jesus, the encounter of salvation, the encounter of the cross. The next, the next thing that God wants to revive in our series of re the revival of, will, it will, what we'll talk about, it will be the revival of soul winning. The revival of soul winning. I'm excited for that. The revival of soul winning. But here it begins, the encounter of salvation. Because we'll talk about that much. We'll talk about it about, we'll talk about more of it and our role in it and, and what we ought to do. Uh, and what we ought to do, Karibushi. But there's the encounter of salvation, the encounter of the cross, and 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 God wants to revive the encounter of the cross. Let's go to John chapter three, verses sixteen. This is one of those one-time encounters that, that plugs you into love. And when, when it is appropriately followed through by other encounters, then, then, 
then the benefit of the cross comes into your life. Let me say that again. This is one of those one-time encounters. And most of the time, the encounter of the cross is not... is not... It doesn't shake you up. It doesn't shake you up. It doesn't shake you up. Because what is encountered is your spirit. What is encountered when, when it comes to the cross is your spirit. Your spirit is made alive. Your spirit is awakened. And now you are given life. But it has no much translation to other, to other faculties of your being. You understand what I'm saying? If it is not followed through by other encounters that we will talk about, then you'll find that a person who's only had the encounter of the cross stagnates. They do not grow. They do not become fully forged believers. You find them doing certain things that they ought not to do. You find them struggling. Their prioritization is wrong. They, <clears throat> they don't grow because the encounter of the cross is the beginning. As I have said, and I will say it again, we cannot afford to minimize the message of the kingdom, the gospel, the message of the kingdom to the message of the cross. But it begins at the place of the cross. So the encounter of the cross. Verse 14. And as Moses lifted up the serpent in the wilderness, even so must the son of man be lifted up, that whoever believes in him should not perish but have eternal life. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whoever believes in him should not perish but have everlasting life. For God did not send his son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through him might be saved. He who believes in him is not condemned, but he who does not believe is condemned already because he has not believed in the name of the only begotten son of God. So when salvation comes in, it enters into a place where you receive eternal life. But you living out the eternal life is subject to other encounters that God wants to revive. The salvation, the encounter of the, of the cross, the encounter of salvation is one for the spirit. It is one that regenerates, it regenerates, it brings back to life. It brings repentance. It brings back to the top, the spirit of a man. And now a man is made into a new creation. Because you are here, I know that you have encountered the cross. But I told you we are teaching this so that we can, we can lodge ourselves into prayer. We can put ourselves into prayer. And when we, and when we begin to pray, we, we, we pray that other people come to this encounter. That as God revives this, other people come to this encounter. We'll talk about this more when we talk about the revival of soul winning.
in that order the other encounter that god wants to revive is the encounter of renewal the encounter of renewal it is the encounter of the word the encounter of the word the encounter of the word the word comes in different forms there is the written word there is the prophetic word there is the word that is spoken there is teaching all this the the, the, the person of the word but one thing that happens when the encounter of the word begins to happen it it is an encounter of the soul the encounter of the word is directed to the soul the encounter of the cross is directed to the spirit the encounter of the word is directed to the soul the faculty of man that encounters the word is the is the soul the mind is renewed the mind is renewed you do not think the way you think why because you've entered into an encounter of renewal and now your thinking is transformed your thinking is transformed and it is not to say that you start thinking in lines of it's not christianese i'm not talking about christianese that now your thinking you just start thinking about scripture and every every sentence you speak must be, you must quote scripture to to prove what you know that's not what i'm talking about i'm talking about how you are structured in the mind how your your your, your faculty starts operating the faculty of the mind the word has the ability to renew your mind that even adam students becomes bright in class I have entered into a space where because of the word I trust that you can do anything that today you can wake up and you can take a you can go to 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 med school and become a good doctor and come out of med school and go to engineering and become a good engineer and come out of engineering and go to piloting school and become a good pilot all these things can because your mind is being renewed you are entering into a god wants to revive god wants to revive by his spirit the, the encounter of renewal it's the encounter of the word it's the encounter of the word the encounter of the word the encounter of the word Jesus Romans 12 do not be conformed to this world but be transformed by the renewing of your mind by the renewing of your mind the renewing agent 
the renewing agent of the mind is the word of God. And now faith comes by hearing. And now faith comes by hearing. The faith that is being talked about there, it's not the faith that you received in salvation. No, it is the faith to help your mind accept or align to what you received in salvation because the spirit already begins to speak. When you are born again, the, your, your, your spirit and the spirit of God become one. You, it is integrated. Now faith comes by hearing and by hearing the word of God. Now when you begin to hear, the faculty of yours that hears is the faculty of the mind. It is renewed, renewed to align to the faith that you profess inside of you. The encounter of the word. I pray in the name of Jesus Christ that every time you open your Bible to study the word from this moment on, it will be revelation upon revelation upon revelation upon revelation upon revelation upon revelation upon revelation. Revelation upon revelation upon revelation upon revelation. In fact, the word of God says when the spirit of God has come to you, you will not need a teacher because he will teach you. He will teach you. The word will begin to express himself to you. The word will begin to express himself to you. That your mind will begin to fathom and understand because you're being renewed. The encounter of renewal. The encounter of renewal. It is one encounter that is continuous. It is one encounter that is continuous. It is not momentous. It is not a, 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 a some, something that happens in a moment. No, 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 no. It is continuous. It is continuous, continuous, continuously, continuously. As you sit down under the instruction of the word and that the teaching of the word continuously, you are being renewed being transformed continuously you are encountering continuously you are encountering and it's the encounter of renewal that helps you to enter into different encounters and different dimensions it is through the understanding of the word the encounter of renewal of the word that when you encounter angels you do not miss them because you have the direction of the word the word teaches you what they look like how they sound like what they feel like how you should work with them how you should you should you should you should you should, you should honor them how you should on how you should build order in order to have certain encounters this is burning this is heavy this is heavy this is heavy this is heavy From a human perspective, the renewal encounter is harder than the encounter of salvation. The encounter of the cross is an easier encounter to have, though the greatest miracle, but it is an easier encounter to have than, that, than, than the encounter of the mind. And that's why it's a continuous process. 
that you just don't enter into and, and, and eject, enter and eject, enter. No, 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 no. You have to sit under the counsel of the word to continuously encounter the word. Even when you don't understand it, read it. Subject yourself to the teaching. Subject yourself to the encounter. Meditate on the word. Let your mind be filled by the word consistently, continuously, consistently. We have the encounter of fire. The encounter of fire. This is the encounter of the spirit. <laughs> oh, this is the encounter of the spirit. This is the encounter of the spirit. This is the encounter of the spirit. Spirit of God, spirit of God, we want to encounter you. We want to encounter you. We want to encounter you. The encounter of salvation is the encounter of the cross. It affects the spirit. The encounter of renewal is the encounter of the world. It affects the soul. The encounter of fire is the encounter of the spirit. It affects the body. It affects the body. It is one that comes to consume and make you and purify you. It is one that comes to purify the temple because the body is the temple of the spirit. It is the abode of the spirit. It is the encounter of the spirit. It is the encounter of fire. And that's why Jesus told them, stay, tarry in Jerusalem. Wait in Jerusalem until the spirit comes. And when the spirit comes, he will give you power and you will be witnesses of me 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 as a matter of fact the body carries an essential assignment for us to witness the body carries an essential assignment to enable us witness the gospel Romans 12, verse 1, I beseech you therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice, wholly acceptable to God, which is your reasonable service. The body has to be constantly put under fire. It has to be constantly put under fire. Con Continuously, continuously. This is when the physical begins to be consumed, flesh begins to be consumed, and now the body takes shape, takes shape. It is the encounter of the fire that leads us to the place of transfiguration. The encounter of the spirit leads us to the place of transfiguration where our bodies are transfigured, where our beings are transfigured, where our appearance, our appearance, our appearance, our countenance is shifted. The encounter of the spirit. The encounter of the spirit. 
the encounter of the Spirit is not to make you speak in tongues. It is not to make you speak in tongues. Speaking in tongues is a byproduct of the encounter. It's called evidence. The encounter of the Spirit is to empower your being. The reason why the apostles, the prophets, would endure such, such, such torturous environments. The reason why uh, uh, John would be boiled in oil and not die is because their bodies were constantly under fire. Constantly under fire. It was a natural, it was a natural state for their bodies to be constantly. They were a a living sacrifice. A sacrifice is always on the fire. And that's why persecution, they would endure persecution. They would endure persecution. And I want to tell you that these people did not die out of persecution. They died because they allowed themselves to die. They allowed themselves to die. Their bodies would take it because their bodies were enveloped in fire. Their bodies had encountered fire. This is the hardest encounter, speaking from a human perspective. Salvation, spirit, renewal, soul, fire, body. Can you just lift up your hands and begin to encounter God? Just lift up your hands and just begin to encounter God. Right now, encounter God. Encounter God. Encounter God. Something is happening. Something is happening. We are invoking something. We are invoking something. The revivals that we are speaking will not begin on a later date. No, they begin with us. The moment we hear them, we begin to practice them. We begin to do it. We begin to desire. We begin to pray. This is so heavy. It's taking, it's taking a lot of energy. It's taking a lot of energy. It's taking a lot of energy. I literally feel like, 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 like I'm transmitting something. And now I'm just realizing it that that these encounters, forget the encounter of the angels and the encounter of men, those are separate encounters, but these encounters that I'm, I'm talking about now, the, the, the encounter of salvation, the encounter of renewal, the encounter of fire, and, and two others, they, they, signify, they signify the entire package of grace. I'm just seeing it, just seeing it. There are five encounters, but there are two more to go. Begin to encounter God. Lamandi sapaka tukusaka tala brash. 
Ribaka to kusikata la preso kusukuta la preso kanta la amanda la preso kusto lopra sukusa la bride rigata le praga sukusto le praga to kupasikata la amanda la prasika sukuto la preso kata libra rebande rema sukusi le prato kusikanda la pra lakra sukusta la pra let everyone who's in this space let everyone who here every member of his family ah may they encounter 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 i pray that they encounter in the name of jesus christ in the name of jesus christ zalaman de lepraso custa lebra the next encounter is the encounter of the kingdom the encounter of the kingdom this is the encounter of christ this is the encounter of christ the encounter of the kingdom this is the encounter that will help us stick through because you realize that the encounter of the cross the encounter of the word and the encounter of the spirit they build us they build the man they build the faculties of man they build the faculties of man this is what puts up the, the fruit of the spirit this is what brings about the character of god the integrity of god in a man these three encounters continuously they build the encounter the encounter of the kingdom is one of advancement it is one of advancement it is one of advancement the encounter of christ is one of advancement the spirit of god wants to encounter us the word of god wants to encounter us christ wants to encounter us from today we will begin to know what it means to sing when you walk into the room there's a song we sang yesterday in church it says jesus you change everything we will begin to have a reality a, real, a realistic understanding when we sing these songs because we have encountered the encounter of the kingdom the encounter of christ is one of government it is one of governmental order that one that enables us to take to advance the kingdom of god it's an encounter of advancement the encounter of the kingdom the encounter of christ revelation chapter 1 and when you read the revelation the book of revelation it is a description of the encounter of christ because it is the revelation of christ it is the description of the church the church is part of christ the revelation of christ revelation 1 the revelation of jesus christ which god gave him to show his servants things which must shortly take place and he sent and signified it by his angel to his servant john who bore witness to the word of god and the testimony of jesus christ to all things that he saw blessed is he who reads and those who hear the words of this prophecy 
and keep those things which are written in it for the time is near. Grace to you and peace from him who is and who was and who is to come and from the seven spirits who are before his throne. And from Jesus Christ, the faithful witness, the firstborn from the dead, the ruler over the kings of the earth, the revelation of Christ, the ruler over the kings of the earth, the firstborn, the faithful witness, to him who loved us and washed us from our sins in his own blood. And he has made us kings and priests to his God and Father, to him be glory and dominion forever and ever. Amen. When you encounter Christ, you enter into a space of dominion. You enter into a space of dominion. Because one of the things that Christ encounters you with is the power to have dominion. Remember that this is the revival of encounters. Revival of encounters. Oh God, I'm so excited. Forever and ever, amen. Behold, he's coming with clouds and every eye will see him. Even they who pierced him and all the tribes of the earth will mourn because of him. Even so, amen. I am the Alpha and the Omega. This is the Christ speaking, the beginning through to the end, says the Lord, who is and who was and who is to come, the Almighty. I, John, both your brother and companion, in the tribulation and kingdom and patience of Jesus Christ, was on the island that is called Patmos for the word of God and for the testimony of Jesus Christ. He was taken there for the word of God and for the testimony of Jesus Christ. I was in the spirit on the Lord's day. And I had behind me a loud voice of a trumpet. I had behind me a loud voice as of a trumpet saying, I am the Alpha. Listen, listen to this. Listen to this. Thank you, Jesus. It is very descriptive. He had a loud voice as of a trumpet. And the voice that sounded like a trumpet was saying, Remember when I told you that the, 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 the letters in the Bible are written, they are downgraded for us to understand. Here is a man who is in the spirit and he hears a voice and he hears a voice like that of a trumpet. You know how a trumpet sounds. If you do not know how a trumpet sounds, log off, go to Google and listen to a trumpet. A loud voice as of a trumpet. But the trumpet was not singing. The trumpet was saying in the spirit. What's, what, what is different? The form in the spirit is different. It is different. And the word was saying, I am the Alpha and the Omega, the first and the last. And what you see, write in a book and send it to the seven churches, which are in Asia, to Ephesus, to, to, to Sim, Sim, Sirna, whatever, and Pagamos. And uh, way, way, Jesus Christ, have mercy. And I turned to see the voice that spoke. Be very keen on words when you read the Bible. I turned to see the voice. In what world do you see a voice? In what world? 
do you see a voice? I turned to see the voice that spoke with me. And having turned, I saw seven golden lampstands. And in the midst of the seven lampstands, one like the son of man, clothed with a garment, with clothed with a garment down to the feet and greeted about the chest with a golden band and his head and hair were like white wool and, and as white as snow and his eyes like a flame of fire. His feet were like fine brass. If, if you understand English, when it says like, when it says like, his feet were like, his eyes were like, the 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 thing it, it, it does not say his eyes were fire it says they were like tongues of fire meaning he is comparing what he saw to something that he understands do you get what i'm saying it is not it is not a, a direct and a definite description of what he saw So he's writing to a people and, he, and, and he, he cannot really fully describe, he cannot fully comprehend what he saw. So he has to give a description so that the people who read can understand what it is that he saw. So his eyes were like tongues of fire. It does not say that the eyes of Jesus are fire. I want you to be very keen. So that when you have this encounter, you have a this, you, you, you don't miss it because you're looking for something else. You don't have a, a picture that is built in your mind. But this is the description of the king, the Christ that 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 John saw. His head and hair were like were, were white like wood, as uh, as white as snow, his eyes like a flame of fire, his feet were like fine brass, as if refined in a furnace, his voice, the sound of many waters. Listen to that. The previous time, he said he had a voice loud like that of a trumpet. But this time he's saying, when I turned to see the voice, his voice was like many waters. This is an encounter. This is an encounter that you should be jealous of and desire and desire. I decree in the name of Jesus Christ that from this moment on, you will have the desire, immense desire to meet with the Christ, to have an encounter with the Christ until that time, until that time that it so happened. You will not give up. You will not rest. You will be patient until such a time when you encounter the Christ, the encounter of the kingdom, the encounter of the kingdom. This is a reality. Some time back, I think two years ago, we were worshiping and, 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 I, and, and, and I saw Christ, but I saw Christ like a rainbow. I saw Christ like a rainbow. I saw Christ like a rainbow. And he was, it was magnificent. It was magnificent. It was magnificent. He, he, he was full of color. 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 And what he told me is that he, 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 he 
wants to begin to visit his children, his people individually. And I believe that a time has come, such a time has come, where you can encounter Christ at your workplace, you can encounter Christ at your car, encounter Christ in your bedroom, encounter Christ in your dreams and visions, and the encounter of Christ will be peculiar to you. It will be peculiar to you. And I remember I wrote that down. I wrote that down and that day was crazy. It was crazy. It was crazy. But even so now I desire the more. I desire the more to encounter the Christ in a different dimension, in a peculiar dimension, in one that teaches me, speaks to me, and gives me dominion the more. And as I desire this, I pray, and I speak that this will be your desire, and your being will not rest, will not rest, will not rest, because he has purpose to revive these encounters for us. I don't care what your doctrine is, what your theology is. But the encounter of Christ supersedes your theology. It supersedes the doctrine that you believe in. Because the doctrine that we have, the one doctrine that we need to have is the doctrine of Christ. Let that encounter be one that rectifies, turns around your doctrine. The encounter of the kingdom. And from then you begin to see matters of the kingdom. You begin to see everything that the, the aspect and the mentality of the church is lifted away from you. It is lifted. It is lifted. You no longer become a member. You are no longer a church member. You are a citizen of a kingdom, an ambassador of the kingdom of God. Let's, let's, let's jump to, to, to Revelation 19. We're about to finish. After these things, I heard a loud voice of a great multitude in heaven saying, Hallelujah. Salvation and glory and honor and power belong to the Lord our God. For true and righteous are his judgments, because he has judged the great harlot who corrupted the earth with her fornication. And he has avenged on her the blood of his servants shed by her. Again, they said, hallelujah. Her smoke rises up forever and ever. And the 24 elders and the four living creatures fell down and worshipped God who sat on the throne saying, amen, hallelujah. Then a voice came from the throne saying, praise our God, all you servants and those who fear him both small and great. And I heard, as it were, the voice of a great multitude as the, as, as the sound of many waters and as the sound of mighty thunder saying, Hallelujah, for the Lord God omnipotent reigns. Let us be glad and rejoice and give him glory for the marriage of the Lamb has come and his wife has made herself ready. And to her it was granted to be arrayed in fine linen, clean and bright, for the fine linen is the righteous acts of the saints. Then he said to me, write, 
Blessed are those who are called to the marriage supper of the Lamb. And he said to me, these are the true sayings of God. And I fell at his feet to worship him. But, I, but he said to me, see that you do not do that. I am your fellow servant and your, and your brethren who have, test, have the testimony of Jesus. Worship God for the testimony of Jesus is the spirit of prophecy. Now I saw the heaven open and behold a white horse and it continues and it continues and it continues. May you encounter Christ. As you have encountered the cross already, may you begin to, to, may you begin to enter into a new relationship with the encounter of renewal, the encounter of the word. May you enter into the encounter of fire, the encounter of the spirit. I told you that the encounter of salvation, it does not grow us if it is not followed up closely with these encounters. As people will encounter the cross, God has made it possible to revive the encounter of the word so that as you encounter the cross, you are lodged into an encounter of renewal. And now your mind is now renewed continuously. And as you're doing that, the encounter of the spirit, the encounter of the spirit. I remember in Acts where Paul, is it Paul or Peter? They go and ask some people it, with, with which baptism were you baptized? And they say the baptism of John. And they are now baptized with the baptism of fire. And even after the, 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 the disciples, the apostles uh, encountered uh, the spirit in the upper room, they go to a different place and they encounter the, the, the baptism of fire. They encounter the spirit again and again they speak in new tongues. The encounter of the spirit may be your portion. Finally, finally, what God wants to renew is the encounter of his presence, which is the encounter of the father. The encounter of the cross, the encounter of the word, the encounter of the spirit, the encounter of Christ, the encounter of the Father. This is grace. This is grace. This is what culminates to grace. This is now the encounter of grace. The encounter of his presence. The scriptures will read us 2 Chronicles 5, 6, and 7. This is the time... I'll not read it. You'll go read it by yourself. Second Chronicles 5, 6, and 7. This is the time that Solomon opens up the, the temple, the building of the temple. He puts in everything that, that his father David had, 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 had dedicated for the work of the, of the temple. And then the ark is put in. And when the ark comes in the presence of God so fills the place that even the priests do not have the power, the ability to minister. It is a great place to stay. The encounter of the Father is the encounter of his presence where we meet and we begin to worship and his presence falls on us. 
And we are there days on end because we cannot move an inch, we cannot move a muscle. This is an encounter that breeds communion. This is an encounter that breeds relationship. This is an encounter that forms men and brings out men worthy of encountering people, worthy of carrying an encounter with them. When you encounter his presence, you become a carrier, a carrier of encounters, a carrier of encounters. It is not a good feeling. It is not a good feeling. It is not a good feeling. It is being lodged into a space that you cannot even describe. You cannot begin to describe what happens to you. It is spiritual. It is physical. It is, it is revelation. It is everything combined. It is a confusion to the human nature. It is the presence of God. It is the presence of God. This is called presence night. Why? Because we are envious. We are jealous. We are jealous. We are jealous. I'm telling you, when we resume, when we resume Monday nights, when we resume Monday nights, it will be difficult to leave. It will be difficult to leave. Because we must encounter the presence of God. Our lives must be defined by our continuous stay in the presence of God. No song, no music, no word, no nothing, just God, just God, just sitting, sitting, just idling in the presence of God. God, revive, 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 revive. Malabra soko sokota la brasi. Regato kosika talipre kasoko tolika talire. Reazuse le katokre mazeka tolepre kasuka talika prazika. Le kasoko tole prazika taleprasi. Makarokoska le prada raba. Masala preto koskelebra. Rekato kostelebra sekatulubra. The next three days will be very keen for you. And this is the instruction of God. The next three days. The next three days will be days of encounter. there will be days of encounter. And in these three days, it will be important for you to consecrate yourself. It will be important for you to set aside time for you to search out encounters, for you to pray for encounters, 
not just for yourself, but for you to pray. It will be time for you to encounter the word, to have an encounter with the word. So it will be time where you have to set aside time to study the word, to be part, to be with your Bible and read the scriptures, study the word, listen to the word, listen to the word. There will be days of prayer. There will be days of prayer. There will be days of prayer. There will be days of just swimming in the presence of God. I'd encourage you to wake up early from tomorrow. Wake up early, wake up early, find time and begin to encounter because we are not talking about a revival that starts three years from now. No, the reason we are forerunners is because we need to invoke these things in our lives. The next three days will be very pivotal. If God urges you to fast, do it. But I'm not asking us to fast. But the next day, the next three days, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, these are days that we will need to be lodged into the presence of God. Lord, search out, search out, push yourself, push everything, push everything, search out, pray, read, search out. And I assure you, in three days, in these three days, we will have tremendous testimonies. Doors will begin to open. People will give you audience. People will begin to listen to you. You will have that which to say these three days are very pivotal for us. So if you know someone who's normally here and they, they are not here, let them know. Let them know. Let them know. Let them know. Can you begin to pray? Can you begin to pray for a minute or so? Can you begin to pray? We are here for an encounter. We are here for encounters. We are here for encounters. We are here for encounters. Ladra kasoko to grande le masa capria to coste le braca to costa. Repre kasoko sta lepra kasoko to licra secrada. Maka rafresco costa le braca so coste cratacra te lepra. Repra so coste le braca ta lepra so costa. Le capra casto coprese cata lepra catocra. Lepra so costola. Tacra to clutter the brasse casta lepra. Reprage to coste le braca to criata stele. Rabreke so cota la freca to crise crastelebra. Leke sande le manda rasta. La troste crasoco to lepras de cradi. Rebraca sole crastocrata libra. Maca so clatre casdecra to crada. Maca to clepres de lebra. Le creto coste le pra. Reca so costa la treca so crute le pra. Repra pra. Is Kanja here? Reca so coste le pras to cota la prega. Repra casoco to clecre grasucanta lepra. Lepra zo coste le prate de crasto cotocra prasire. Ratusi catocle racatocre mazite terebra. Latura brasocos to lepra casoco to lepra gade. There is fire, there is fire, there is fire. 
there's fire. I see, I see tons of fire. I see tons of fire in your areas of residence. Labra socoste le prakato croco prakasto le pra. A baptism is happening right now. A baptism is happening right now. A baptism is happening right now. Lepra kasokosto lepra. I see, I see, I see. Some of you are surrounded by it. Some of you are surrounded by it. Some of you are it. It is it. It is like like fire. You you are you are you. It's like unautamoto. Yes, it's like there's a fire in the like between like raka sokoto lepra sakasto lopradi. Ria basuste lepra sokoto klapre zakato kopreze kazokoto likra taribaside. Jesus. God in these three days that we are consecrating ourselves for an encounter. We ask that you encounter us. Let all these seven encounters that I've talked about be made manifest to us. May we encounter angels. May we encounter men. May we encounter salvation. May we encounter the word. May we encounter the spirit. May we encounter the Christ. May we encounter the Father. I thank you and I bless your name. In Jesus' name I pray. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Amen. Maybe you can cut the recording.